This is The Grand Project. I want to welcome you into my childhood bedroom, a room that, up until this year, had unmissable Shrek green walls, chosen by yours truly, You'll hear the rustle of jackets, a brush against guitar strings, my parents talking downstairs and the creak of wooden floors, all of these sounds that are so unmistakably, at least to me, sounds of my parents' home, my childhood home. This episode was recorded on Christmas Day. I think every Christmas before this one, I would gather with my brothers Bryce and Wynn in one of our childhood bedrooms on Christmas morning before anyone had opened presents, and we would just sit there and talk. We didn't get to do that this year, and anyway, we're growing up and moving away, or in Wynn's case, getting ready to go off to college, so I don't know how many more Christmases we'll take to just sit in a room, just the three of us, and talk. And this conversation that you'll hear today is an especially meaningful one to me. We're remembering our grandmother, our dad's mom, who passed away earlier this year, and who was very much a catalyst for this podcast. There's a lot of quiet moments in this episode, a lot of heartfelt ones, and I hope you take time as you listen to this or afterwards to remember your loved ones who may not be with you this year and to really celebrate who they were or who they are as people and to think about the legacies that they leave behind. So I just figured since we're all here, we could maybe talk about grandma. To start, we'll start with Bryce and then go to Lynn. Will you introduce yourself? Uh, what else should I say? Your name, what you do, <laughs> what you like to do. Uh, well, my name is Bryce Janbrun. Uh, I'm a tree worker here in Columbia. That's about it. And a songwriter. <laughs> yeah. Win. Um, I'm Win Jandrin. Uh, I'm a senior at Richland Northeast, and I don't know. Jobless. <laughs> yep. Unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I guess to start, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about who grandma was in life as a person and as a grandmother to all of us. So how would you describe her? Hmm. I mean, one thing that always comes to mind when you think grandma is that she was a very kind of headstrong woman, if you think about it. You know, she can definitely consider herself to be the patriarch of the family and you know um and she um definitely yeah she was definitely a very strong person in that sense and that always stuck out to me i agree 
Yeah, um, she was, she was always very inviting, always, uh, she always, she was a great host and stuff, <laughs> always, like, making food for us and stuff. Yeah, loved, loved to make food. Mm-hmm. And have, like, quite the spread, even for lunch and things. Um, Love frogs too, of course. We should <laughs> yeah. mention if that has been mentioned several times already. Yeah, that's actually one thing. We yeah, didn't we talk didn't about. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love her. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on the word that they just did for her out at the cemetery. Whatever the box is called, the display. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Either. It's, it's yeah, just very her. It has a frog in it. <laughs> And this glamorous picture of her. And I think that for me, and maybe because I have gotten so much of it from her, but she always was dressed. She was always dressed mm-hmm. like with her jewelry and and had this sense of appreciation for the glamorous. Even mm-hmm. when she was in the hospital the last day had like 16 rings on (laughs) and earrings and like you know even in her rush to get to the hospital it was a priority to Mm -hmm. have all of that like when you think of going to grandma and grandpa's house especially when we were kids like younger kids do you have specific memories that stick out to you yeah i've got a few one that always comes to mind is uh I don't remember why. I, I don't remember y'all were going out of town for something, but I remember staying up there for a couple of days. It was just me and grandma and grandpa, and I always hated cherries for whatever reason, or I decided that I had. But then um, she had a whole bag of cherries and convinced me to finally eat them, and I ate so many of them that I was sick the whole rest of the time I was up there. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurt like it had never hurt before, and I was miserable. And you probably did hate cherries. <laughs> I, that is, that's right. Now I always associate with that. But yeah, that's one thing I always think of. Um, and then, of course, just going down there regularly, we'd always um, we'd always find time to go down to the lake um, there. So that's one thing. Um, the uh, Obviously, playing Tripoli and poker at the table is another thing. Yeah. And uh, they had that old plastic bowling set, if you remember. Oh, yeah, we were really young, and yeah. I remember getting that out just about every time when yeah. we were younger. Yeah. I remember that. It's so funny because so Bryce, you wrote a song that mm-hmm. is about Grandma um, as a gift for Dad for mm-hmm. Christmas, and you mentioned the bowling set, mm-hmm. and it was so funny because listening to you sing it, it was like, oh my gosh, how could I have forgotten that? primary colored bowling Mm -hmm. set and we did we played with that all the time which is so funny because Mm -hmm. like i remember playing with it when we must have been teenagers Mm -hmm. maybe not you win yeah y'all got it out though i remember when we would play with it when i was young Mm -hmm. so that's so funny so you know in talking about things that we associate with grandma and with grandpa for that matter and bryce you writing that song mm-hmm. what was it like and when i know you've thought a lot about too since she's passed a lot of 
the time we spent with her, what is it like to revisit those memories or to have these little flashes of this person who we knew since we were born, you know, and who was pretty active in our lives? I mean, personally, for me, uh, it's not, you know, I feel like she did live a pretty good life and a pretty long life. So it's not terribly sad in that sense. Um, so most of the memories are pretty happy memories to think back on and things like that. Um, for me personally. Um, yeah, it's pretty much, it's very similar for me too. Like, I feel like she did live a really good life. Like going to grandpa's house now, I mean, it doesn't seem that, like, I don't know. I just feel like she's still there, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think she just had a good life. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about this moment in us losing our first grandparent mm-hmm. which I yeah you know, most of our friends went through this years ago right. I mean they may not have even remembered a grandparent or met a grandparent and we have had all four and even new great-grandmama um so do you feel like it is kind of one of the defining moments or kind of like a landmark on your timeline of life? Hmm. Um, I mean, for me, I don't know if I would consider it a landmark moment, although, I mean, considering it as our first grandparent passing, it is uh, surely important in that sense. Um, but I don't, I don't, I, I guess landmarks in my life, when I think of them, tend to be more... Um, positive things well not just positive things but just change changes or or turning points more Mm. so yeah um yeah i kind of agree with that like honestly in my life i don't feel like i've had any like landmark times yet i don't know i just doesn't feel like much has changed in my life can we talk a little bit about that weekend and the timeline of everything and what it was like to see her in the hospital? Is that okay with both of you? Yeah. Um, so I know for me that it, it was very fast. It seemed very fast and unexpected. And I think part of that is because from March 2020, when we were kind of in lockdown until now, time has been such a weird thing. And, you know, that's what people keep saying is like time is kind of irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was part of it. But I do think that while we knew for the past few years that her health was going down, I didn't, I guess maybe because I never let myself think about it, but I didn't really know how sick she was or realized that it could have happened in really like a 48 hour period is what it seemed to us. Cause mm-hmm. we got the call from dad that he was going to see her in the hospital. 
was going to try and get us into the hospital um, to see her. And that was kind of it. So can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like for you personally? For me, I don't think it did take me too much by surprise. I considered it for a while. You know, like you said, her health had been in decline for a while. And especially once, you know, the doctors started prescribing morphine and everything. Yeah. You know, I knew that it, um, probably sometime in the next few years it would happen. And also for me, my, with, I know with a lot of people with lockdown, their perception of time has been really changed up. But just, I think, due to the nature of the work I'm doing and the fact that I am going out early in the morning every day, mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been as disorienting for me. Um, but I mean, yes, of course, it always feels like it happens quick when it does happen, I think. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was thankful for that last day or so that I had up there visiting her in the hospital. She was still able to talk a good bit of the time and, yeah. um, pretty much only seemed concerned with how each of us was doing <laughs> with our own, um, responsibilities and everything. And, you know, I had a good drive up there with Deb. I had a good drive back with Wynn as well. So, you know, overall, the day itself was actually, um, I would say, a good thing overall, you know, even though it was under morbid circumstances. Before I let you answer, Wynn, Bryce, did, because I found myself feeling this way a little bit, but I didn't have as much time with Dad one-on-one -on -one as you did. Did mm -hmm. you find yourself almost more worried about him and his handling of it. Not that he was going to handle it poorly, mm -hmm. but just because it was his mom in a way. Does that make sense? Right. I, I wouldn't say that worry just describes it. I think I just, um, I think I just felt the weight of it on him more directly. Um, and Going up with him and everything, I just wanted to bear some of that weight for him if I could. Was the was what I wanted to do going up there with him. So, yeah. Lynn, do you want to talk a little bit about that day for you? Um. Yeah. Um. I for me it was pretty sudden. Like, yeah, her health was pretty bad, but like, I don't know. So, uh, like. Our grandparents have been in the hospital many of times mm -hmm. throughout my life, at least. Mm -hmm. It seemed like my whole life I've visited them in the hospital. Um, and yeah, it just kind of, it did take me by surprise a little bit, I guess. Um, but yeah, that day was, I think actually turned out really good because she was so responsive mm -hmm. and we did get to talk to her a lot. And I almost was, like, more worried about, like, how Grandpa would react mm. since he would be living alone and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's what I was most worried about, I feel like. But he seems to actually be doing really well, so. I had never realized, because that was horrible, but how in love they were. Mm -hmm. I guess 
you know, when you have been married or with somebody for that long and you live together alone, just the two of you for that long, you know, that when people come to visit, especially your grandchildren, you don't necessarily show those really intimate moments. Mm-hmm. Was, I, I remember like watching him. <laughs> I remember watching him hold her hand in a way that I had never seen somebody hold somebody else's hand um and to me that was so beautiful but I was also kind of like angry at myself in a way not angry that's not the right word but -hmm. disappointed that I had never explored that and talked about that relationship more with them and you know now I think that I'm in a serious relationship I've become (laughs) such a sap Mm -hmm. but it was just so beautiful to think how many years that they've spent together and he you know grandma seemed very at peace like she wanted to see all of us and give us her well wishes and these um when i talked to elizabeth about her grandmother's passing um she said that she put it as prayers for it was almost like her grandmother was giving them prayers and prophecies for the future. And I felt very much like that is a great way to say what grandma did for us. Mm-hmm. And when she did that, she was very at peace. But I, I agree with you, and I think grandpa was very at peace. And now talking to him, and even when we were at the house right after, I think he feels she's still very much there. Yeah. And I think that's why he's so at peace. But I think that goes back to them having such a special connection. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I remember thinking the exact same thing when I was, I hadn't thought back on that much, but I remember thinking the exact same thing on the day of in the hospital. I remember. Yeah, just watching the way they interacted with your children and those final hours. Yeah. yeah. And to know somebody that well, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like everything had almost been said and they just needed to, physically be there mm-hmm. um so that's what has kind of stuck with me is there anything that she said to you that and it doesn't have to be necessarily you know in the hospital that last day but is there any piece of advice or maybe a little tidbit that has stuck with you from grandma hmm. I'm trying to think of something in particular, but I'm kind of drawing a, drawing a blank. There's there there is a specific time I can I can recall, kind of, but I I can't really piece it together. I mean, what one thing that that does kind of come to mind is when I was um when I was up in D.C. and I called her for her birthday. This was a year or more than a year ago. Um. Yeah, she was just really excited that I had made it into that program and everything. And the conversation was in the context of she really wanted to see me go to law school and pursue a law degree, which I was semi considering at the time, considering everybody in DC and their brother is a lawyer. Um, but, um, and I, I knew I really didn't want that at the time, but I was considering it. And, um, but even though it was in that context, the really what she was, you know, kept saying to me was, or what was coming through was, uh, she just considered me to have a lot of potential, I guess. And, 
um, just was very insistent that I um, utilize what I have, I guess. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so that's a good segue into one question I've been asking everybody doing these little remembrances of grandparents that we've lost. Is there any part of you that you know or consider to trace back or have come straight from grandma? Hmm. Um, I mean, I think one thing I can think of is, um, her sense of formality around things, you know, if we had Thanksgiving or anything with her, she liked, she liked to have a, a sort of formal feeling to things a lot of times. Whereas, um, with grandma and doc, for example, things were usually, I guess, more on the relaxed side. Um, and I've always been more of a fan of the more relaxed side of things, I suppose. But, um, I think there's also value in creating, a sense of formality around things sometimes, um, things that you value. And so I think that's one thing, um, that even though it's a small part of myself, I'd say I still, you know, that probably derives from her. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe like, she always seemed so friendly and nice to everybody. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of transferred. Uh, just trying to uh, to have like that sort of mentality, I guess. I kind of want to talk more generally about about the relationship we've had with our grandparents and and why that intergenerational relationship has been so important to us. I feel like, especially in our family, we have this strange, uh, almost adulation for the intergenerational relationship. And I want to know if you both agree with that statement, first of all, and then why or why not? Yeah, I mean, I think the our relationship with our grandparents has been a very uh, deep-running influence in my life. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, other generations just hold values that are often different than, than, uh, what you see among, you know, people our age and everything. And sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes not so much. And, um, it's very valuable to learn, um, to learn that, I believe. Um, and yeah, I think it's been very valuable in our family. I mean, even going back to talking with great grandma and learning about how she lived. And, um, you know, grandma was, and doc as well, they were always talking about, you know, being a hard worker and how their parents were also hard workers. Um, and I think that's, I've always, um, used that as, as a guiding, uh, guiding lesson to, to live by for sure.
Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, they just have experiences some that like we could never probably even fully imagine. Um, Grandma, me just the other day was talking about how these gnats would be uh, just like she would wake up and she would have gnats in her eye and they would like I don't know she called it something and her eye would be like glued shut pretty much and her mom would have to go get her this medicine for it um, just because they like lived and worked on a farm all day um and yeah that hard work I just don't I don't know yeah and I think we have really opinionated grandparents too mm-hmm. yeah which and you know the funny thing is I think that they wouldn't exactly love this about us but I think it's made us opinionated mm-hmm. and we've been able to kind of think for ourselves and build off of all the opinions we grew up hearing and I think a lot of them we don't agree with and then we've taken some of them as well but I I think across the board on both sides with grandma and grandpa and grandma and doc that's definitely been something that we've all taken and grown into. Bryce would you mind playing a little bit of the song? Does it have a title? Hmm. Um, I guess it doesn't really, I might call it Hospital on the Hill, since that's one of those, one of the lines from it. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's got a ring to it. It's got two H's in it. That alliteration is always nice. Um, do you want me to play some of it or? Do you mind? Sure, I could. I know you just played it. <laughs> I, I feel bad about it because this, you know, when I was writing this one, the melody is pretty closely stolen from another song. So, you know, I feel like it's uh, been plagiarized pretty much. <laughs> but, yeah, I can try to give it another shot. Oh, I'm tuned down still. So. It was early in the morning I was at my father's side And the world lay dark around us As we started off our drive We're coming up fast On little Greenville 
Thank you, Bryce and Lynn, for taking time out of your busy Christmas day to talk <laughs> to me. And Bryce for sharing that song. It just hearing you both play instruments like always brings me home. It's just nice to live in that instrument for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. As the year draws to a close, I just want to thank everyone who has listened and shared this podcast. You can still always leave a five-star rating and a review. I would like to thank my brothers Bryce Janvrin and Wynn Janvrin for taking the time to share their thoughts with me and to share their music with me over the years. They are incredibly talented and guys, it's so wonderful to be your older sister. I also need to give a shout out to my parents for raising such cool kids and for really fostering us a sense of family. We'll be back in 2021 with more grand stories, so stay tuned. In the meantime, you can follow us at Grand Project Pod on Instagram.